Okay, so thank you for joining Black Hippie Lounge. I'm your host, Chanel. And today we have a guest. Her name is Bianca Blissett, right? Is that you say? Yes. Yes. Um, two yes, with <laughs> she, is, <laughs> she is the host of the Ignite the Flame podcast. And so I found her podcast a few months ago. Um, and I listened to a few episodes and kind of reached out to her about potentially collaborating. So, you know. Um, with divine timing, this is the right time for us to do so. So without further ado, Bianca, thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, and we're just going to start off by letting you tell a little bit about yourself to listeners. Yeah, of course. Um, thank you for having me. This was for sure divine timing. Um, I'm, I'm just like, first of all, I'm just shocked, like, of the amount of like people that will come to me and say that like I'm impacting them and I'm helping them on the journey just by being vulnerable and being real. Mm -hmm. And so it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to have this be my first podcast um, as an interviewee on. So yeah, my name is Bianca Amanda. Um, I have a great, I, I use that as like my stage name in a way because it, it's, um, my name was very long. I was adopted, but I like specifically like a Bianca Amanda because it means pure and worthy of love. And so that is just like a constant reminder to me that I am a genuine person, that I am a loving person and I'm worthy of love. And so I say that because um, nothing is a coincidence, right? And so um, I identify with being like a divine feminine um counterpart in misalignment right now and um so this journey that I'm on right now embarking on is really just a journey of um coming home to self mm. and replacing limiting beliefs with sovereignty with um passion with love and commitment and so, yeah, um, I really love just sharing my experiences and I really love connecting with people. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, that's, I guess, a little bit about myself. I live in Atlanta right now, Sandy Springs, um, and I'm about to turn 30 in a few months, which that is exciting. Like, that <laughs> is super exciting for me. That is, I was telling my, my friend the other day, like, that is the start of a new era for me and he was making fun of me because it's like a new era like how dramatic but like it's real you know what I'm saying um so yeah that's just a little bit about myself nice yeah no I definitely agree 30s is definitely it's a it's just a new it's a new era you it's just you handle things differently life is just differently so um yeah. definitely excited for you for that too you'll see um okay so you have a podcast um, that explores the idea of twin flames. Can you explain what this term means for those who may be unfamiliar? Yeah. Um, if you listen to my podcast, like every now and then, I would, I would mostly try and identify as a twin soul as 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 opposed to a twin flame, mm -hmm. um, because twin flame is kind of like the media way of saying it like the you know the I guess the taboo way of saying it right um but like being a twin flame twin soul however it resonates with you um basically like okay so okay I'll just start with this the backstory for ignite the flame mm -hmm. um when I started ignite the flame I started because I felt really compelled to share what was happening mm -hmm. like and then it's interesting because whenever I experience something negative or um traumatic I always find myself my inner di dialogue is kind of pathetic <laughs> like it's, it's really like very negative sometimes but then there's always always a silver lining like but why is this happening for you Mm -hmm. And like, how can I, I always find myself asking, how can I help someone who's probably in the same situation as this? Yeah. So that's why I started this podcast, because I knew that overall, like the, 
what resonated with me when I was doing research about twin flames after after I found out I was a twin flame and embarking on this journey is the fact that we're here for the collective. We're here for humanity and we're here as light workers to help the vibration of the planet. And um, so most likely if you resonate with being a twin flame, um, chances are you in your community felt like an outcast, felt like um, you were trying to be placed in this box or that you just never fit fit in and you um, dealt with a lot of like lower frequencies, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so you were just different, but then you couldn't um, be authentic, right? And so, yeah, th- it was, so that made me realize like, okay, like I have a story to tell and what I've been through is to serve others right? Like it serves me by helping me come home to myself, to love myself, to be my sovereignty and to let go of attachments. And if I can go through what I went through, then I could definitely be that light for someone else who may not even understand what they're going through, who may not even realize that, you know, like they could get out of this traumatic situation And, you know, for whatever reasons why, like they just have a hard time letting go. So Mm -hmm. that's essentially why I started this podcast. Um, And like how I just inspired to help people, you know, ignite their flame. (laughs) No, I like that. Um, Especially because the few, like when I found your episode, the few episodes that when I started listening to them, it was definitely like something that I have heard of Twin Flame, but I just wasn't sure what exactly that meant. So um, I definitely think that the way that you talk on your podcast, it's, it helps, you know, it's helpful. Like you're sharing your story, but you're also explaining what it actually means for other people too. So I definitely yeah. think- and I, I just realized I didn't even fully answer that question. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> like you asked, what is a twin soul? So um, yeah, sorry, let me get to that. Cause that's important. Um, I think, okay. Like it was interesting because when I was looking at the questions, I'm like, I don't want, I would love to share um, my own opinion and mm-hmm. my own experience, but it's up to you guys to decipher and discern what is right for you. Mm-hmm. And you do that through encounters, experience, research. So what am I saying? Like I can say what it means for me, mm-hmm. but if it doesn't resonate, like you have to now do the work and find what resonates for you so like for me twin that's why I said like twin soul resonates more for me rather than twin flame because a flame it can be extinguished yeah right or it has that's why I said ignite the flame like there's something inside of you a spark inside of you that just needs to be ignited and so that was the whole concept behind that but as I started doing more episodes and stuff and, and really aligning to my real purpose on earth, like I realized like, okay, I'm a twin soul. Like I am a soul, like within a soul, within a soul, within a soul. Like I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I, there's so many parts of me and that there's a part of me that lives in this body, but then there's also a part of me that is in another body and also having their own like fair share of experiences and so we're like we're separated only in the physical in that sense but we're always connected Mm -hmm. and so like on an energetic level we're we're the highest match that you could have on a soul level I mean that is like your blueprint in another body right Mm -hmm. so like there's there's never going to be a connection like your twin soul like your counterpart connection ever and like I think people confuse the term connection with attachment sometimes and that has a lot to do with trauma Mm -hmm. and so that's up to you to like identify those wounds and really call relationships what it is if you have a twin soul like they mirror you and they trigger the hell out of you. And like, it, it's, it's a call to action, basically. It's like your higher selves who committed to this journey on earth saying like, this is what you need to wake up. 
This is what you need to align yourself to your purpose. This is what you need to be at the ultimate frequency to help the planet. And this is what you sign up for to have it. And then at the core of it, it's like, this is the ultimate love. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is source. This is God. And so your counterpart is God. Mm. And God is love. God is pure. God is not confusion. God is not hate. God is not manipulation. God is not torment. And so at, at the core level of a twin soul connection is pure, unfiltered love. And so I found that with the twin soul connection, it gets you back to who you really are, mm. who you were always meant to be. And then everything else falls into place. So, yeah. <laughs> so you feel like your twin soul is technically like the one, the right person? Or is it just an experience that you have to have to get you to the next level for yourself? Both. Both. Like, um, there's not a day that goes by that, like, even though right now I'm not with him, mm-hmm. like, that I don't, when I, when I visualize my future, when I, um, think about my desires it always comes back to him now that I I know that he's there before he even came into my life I literally prayed about that man mm-hmm. like I I just found the journal that's not a coincidence either I thought I lost it but I just found the journal where I literally every single thing that I wanted in the man I wrote down mm-hmm. two years later he came into my life and happened to be my counterpart I didn't know a thing about twin souls at all yeah it it just happened and so yes like I think he is the one and I find myself even now comparing almost everyone to him yeah. to to that to that feeling that I had when I was in complete alignment with him that's like you cannot once you have that once you know love there's no turning back. Yeah. But then it's like, now what happens when you're not with your twin soul, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, so then that's where the second part of your question comes in. Like, it's the experience, you know? It is the experience because you are preparing for union. Yeah. You are preparing for the love that you always, always knew existed. Mm. That people try to convince you was a fairy tale. Yeah. That it wasn't real, that you're delusional. They try to gaslight you because they are too afraid to actually face their own fears. So they project it onto you. Yeah. Ooh. You know? Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> <Getting> girl. <laughs> but I like it. I like what you're talking about, seriously. Um, okay, so what made you start your podcast and what was your goal with creating the podcast and the topics that you discuss? Um, yeah, like, I just <laughs> kind of accidentally answered that earlier. But um, yeah, I created the podcast um, because I was just called to do it. Like, I knew, I'm like, it, okay, when you are afraid to do something, run towards it. Mm-hmm. Run towards it. Like that it applies to anything in your life when it comes and I, I say I I say this quite frequently on my podcast, like do the opposite of what intimidates you, right? So like if you if you are afraid to hit up your counterpart, afraid to express your feelings, that's a block. And so that's why it's coming up because you need to address it. Mm-hmm. And so like address it, do the work. And then like eliminate those lower frequencies so that you can be like, go ahead and operate in, in love Mm -hmm. and reach out to him in love without expectations, you know, or reach out to them and without expectations. So I've started that the podcast because I was very afraid. Like I needed, if you listen to the first few episodes, like my throat chakra was like, 
closed up. Like it was like, do not talk. Mm-hmm. Like you are expressing yourself. How dare you express yourself? Yeah. And that's why I had an episode called imposter syndrome. Like it's these are real. We don't have enough people talking about real shit. Mm-hmm. We don't. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like the shit that actually matters. The shit, like, in, 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 not to be vulgar, but like the shit that stinks. Like, it's like, I, no, I don't want to be around that. Like, I'm repulsed by that. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. But it's like, but who, someone has to clean that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone has to perform surgery. Mm-hmm. If if you if you have this this deep wound inside of you and you're letting it fester, you're letting it rot, someone has to go in and perform that surgery. Right. Someone has to do, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it was it was really like Bianca. Like it was, I was in separation at the time with my counterpart. And I love expressing myself. I needed an outlet. And because this scared me, I knew I had to do it. Mm. And so I faced my fears and I just went for it. And I knew that other people like me were having the same experiences. And I felt like I was doing them a disservice by not sharing these encounters that I was having, these experiences I was having. So that's like the meaning behind the episodes. Really, the podcast is like, confessions of a divine feminine mm. like and that's that's what my my poetry book is um titled that's about to come out but like yeah so it's just these are confessions of divine feminine going through life mm-hmm. so it's really and I said this on my um pot episode that's about to come out like it's really a timeline of the journey of to me, what is a twin flame journey? Nice. You know what I'm saying? Because like what you see in the media, even for example, like um, Megan, whatever her name is, and that rapper guy, um, Machine Gun Kelly, um, like they, yeah, they would say like they're twin flames and it's like, they're so dark and so evil. Mm-hmm. And it's not even evil, but corrupt. That it's like, I it's like, like let's be real here. Like the same thing that God can do, the enemy can do, mm-hmm. right? God gave him permission to do certain things on earth, right? Yeah. And so if if at the core we're source as twin flames, we're source and we're love and we're a representation of what God is then who like why wouldn't there be false doctrine of that for twin flames in, uh, in the on the enemy side you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that's why i don't really listen to what the the media has to say so much about twin flames mm-hmm. and i follow what, what with what resonates with me mm-hmm. and yeah so i found communities um that resonated with me i found people that resonate with me and i wanted to have a platform to talk about the real things that may prevent union so yeah that's the whole purpose of it all nice um okay so in one of your episodes titled delay is not denial what does this mean to you and why is patience important in manifestation yeah um i i went i went back and listened to that episode um in preparation for this interview and you could tell, like at that time, on some on some real shit, girl. Like I was heavily medicated. Mm. I was I was I was medicated, mm. and I still found purpose in that. Yeah. And it's like, damn. Like I I couldn't even normally. Bianca two years ago, even a year ago, would have judged the shit out of. The Bianca that was on that episode mm-hmm. but now I was like oh I see it and it's okay mm-hmm. like you did what you could and um when I say medicated like I was diagnosed I had a kundalini awakening last year and um I mean I saw a lot of things I went through a lot of things 
And so um, it just, like, I was just misdiagnosed with bipolar, all that stuff. So they, they, they medicated the shit out of me. And then I stayed in that and my body was rejecting it. Um, I'm not on medication now anymore. I don't like, I know I don't have bipolar disorder. I'm in therapy. Like no one agrees with that diagnosis, but that is goes to show that the matrix will do like whatever it needs to do to keep you trapped. Right. And so in that episode, delay is not as denial. Um, I was talking about God essentially and like faith and like letting, and I was doing my devotionals and stuff and just letting God work on you, letting the divine work. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I would be lying if I said that everything is all like good now. Like when I, when I made that episode in February, my counterpart and I were at an all-time like low mm. and I, I never I, I when I was with him last year I knew that he was still in that energy of like playboy but I loved him so much and I accepted him so much that it didn't matter but then so I, I heard stories about counterparts being in karmic situations entertaining third parties I knew he was doing that but this in February January of this year I found out that he was actually doing it like in living in the house with him like um it's a guy and so like being with them and um not really choosing me Mm. and so I had to confirm front myself and go back in and I realized now as listening back to that episode like for so long I've just been scratching the surface and I haven't really been letting God in mm. but it, that was like duality because it served a purpose by me wanting to do the work and not allowing God to do the work God allowed it so that I can see what life is like without him, mm. without him. And so, or her, um, they rather, cause I don't, I don't believe, I just, I like saying God is my father because I never really had a father. So mm. that brings me comfort. Um, and so and I, I registered with being like a divine mother too. So like, yeah, I just identify with God being a father sometimes because it's like the big father in the sky kind of thing, mm. you know, the person that you never really had anyway. So yeah like it just now listening back to the episode I understand what patience and faith really is Mm. because patience is faith rather is hope in things that you cannot see and so when I produced that episode I really did believe that and I was in that power Mm. and despite somewhat you know still being in matrix trying to make it work feeling conflicted, still believing what was outside of me rather than what I felt inside, not wanting to really dive deep. Like I still trusted that the love I have for myself and the love that I have for my counterpart was enough. And so that really is like coincides with patience because if you, if you desire it, it's meant for you to happen. It's mm-hmm. meant for you to have it. And your desires always align with God. That's why he placed it there. Right. So that's what faith is. It's like, okay, like, this is what I want to manifest, right? But then you have to look at it in a, in a spiritual sense where it's like, what is currently manifesting? Mm. And how does that negate from what you desire to manifest? And then you take that negation and then you apply it to what you need to do, right? And so, yeah, like that's where patience comes in. So it's like patience and grace, like understanding that you're not exactly where you want to be, but you're where you need to be. Mm -hmm. And so where you need to be right now is crucial because it's what you need to do in order to get to where you want to be. 
you know, it's almost like what the Bible says, like work now in your youth so you can reap the benefits of it later, you know? Mm -hmm. And so like, yeah, um, I hope it answers your question. I know that was like a little bit. <laughs> no, that was good. No, you answered it. Okay, so my next question is, how do you combine your faith and spirituality with your love life and the idea of twin flame uh, love? What are your thoughts on why God gives us a twin flame? Or twin soul? Okay. <laughs> um, I'll answer I'll answer in increments. I'll answer the... I'll answer the last question first. Okay. Um, God gives us a twin, a counterpart, um, a twin soul because man. <laughs> oh, I feel myself getting emotional. Um, okay. <laughs> um man god is, is 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 god is so real like <laughs> it's just it's just even if you don't necessarily believe in god it's because you like for me in my own experience like I, at one point i i severely hated god i blamed him for everything mm -hmm. but then guess what that's because i knew he existed mm -hmm. in order to hate you have to love right right so at one point you did love god and you knew he existed that childlike mentality that the bible talks about like all that is real that's why it, it in the Bible says get back to that childlike thinking, mm -hmm. you know, be like a child, and that that uh, that at its core is like the what the twin <laughs> twin soul experience is about, right? Mm -hmm. Like when you're with your twin soul before all that yuckiness and the trauma and the jadedness comes in, you just want to be kids with them. You just want to love them. You just want to be with them. You accept them, right? You don't really judge them. Mm -hmm. and if you do then it's like you're judging yourself right mm -hmm. so I believe that God gave us um if you are a twin soul if you do have a kind of part um you were seeking for absolute love that you knew was there mm -hmm. And um, this is remaining time, 10 minutes. Yeah. I can, we can switch over to mine. I, I it's, it's like totally free on mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll pause. <laughs> um, let me send, actually. Um... Okay. Um, okay, so um, my next question is, how do you know when you are in the right relationship? How has God shown you the right partner? And is that your soulmate or twin flame? Okay. Um, okay. Wait, repeat it one more time for me. Sure. <laughs> I said, how do you know when you are in the right relationship? How has God shown you the right partner? And is that your soulmate or just like a twin flame? Almost like a lesson. That's an interesting question. Um, and a part of me feels like I can't or I shouldn't like say what is like right or whatever, but like for me, mm -hmm. um the right relationship is you. It's always gonna be you. Mm -hmm. Right. Um that's what your counterpart is for. Your counterpart is you. And so like I was saying before, um, with the experience of the, the twin flame, like um, when you find yourself yearning for that like impossible love, right? Mm -hmm. For yourself. Like when I was younger, I kept on saying like, I just, I just want me. Like, I want someone, I literally said, like, I want someone like me. Mm. If I knew what I was asking for, <laughs> if I knew about Twin Flames, I wouldn't have asked for this. <laughs> but I'm grateful yeah. because, like, Twin Flames are about ascension. Mm. I'm so thankful that I'm not like my family, my predecessors. I'm thankful not to shame them, 
not to, you know, um, yeah, not to shame them, but it's like, I would hate, if I loved myself, I would hate to settle for something I knew I didn't belong in. Mm. And so to answer your question, um, I, I, you know, it's right when you can heal, when you can be present, when you can be authentic and unapologetic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You could live your truth and not be in fear. Fear of rejection, fear of abandonment. That that per you know that person will accept you no matter what, unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And so um I believe you can only get like that type of real love, like I said, comes within yourself. And if your counterpart is you, then that love is going to be reciprocated with them. Mm. It is you, another version of you. Mm. That's it. So Mm. yeah, I don't, I don't, I think, I think it's important. Uh, I really feel called to say that it's important that like if you're in a soulmate connection or not yeah soulmate experience why do you feel that person is your soulmate mm. you know like they may be you may be trauma bonded you may be settling you you know what i'm saying or maybe they really are a soulmate mm. and soulmates are supportive so like you're getting what you need. And so I think the ultimate love is as it is your counterpart, is your twin soul. But there is, it's all about what's right for you in, in that moment, in that period of time. You know what I'm saying? If you need someone who supports your dreams and, and you know, um, your aspirations, your what you identify with at the time and you find that person, that means that they're aligned to you. You're mm-hmm. aligned with them. Mm-hmm. So don't don't rush it off and say like, oh, you're not my counterpart. Or you're not my twin flame, so I'm not going to have you. No, they're there in your life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, and either which way, it's all to prepare you for twin flame union. Mm-hmm. Everything to prepare you for union. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I like that. Everything happens definitely for a reason. Um... So how does forgiveness play a role in one's spiritual journey in meeting their love? Man. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like God sometimes does things backwards or what we perceive as backwards, Mm -hmm. right? Because nothing is really real. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) you're just here to master yourself, master these experiences so you don't have to repeat them again. And that you could be where you always saw yourself being. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't I, I feel like I'm I'm getting like I don't want to get too deep. I want to be able to like answer these questions and just answer, you know what I'm saying? Like no, we can get deep. Like that's the whole point. We definitely <laughs> 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 okay. Ask me it one more time. So I got I'll, I'll give it like. I won't sugarcoat it, but I won't go too deep. Ask me okay. That. So how does forgiveness play a role in one's spiritual journey in meeting their love? Okay. Um, okay. I, I feel this in my shanana, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Mm-hmm. it. It needs to be said. Um, man. Yeah, so like if, if like I was, I was saying before, like God can work backwards in order for him to move in order for you to move forward, right? Mm -hmm. So in my personal experience, I had a hard time with forgiveness. I hated a lot of people. I was a victim. Mm -hmm. I never really felt like I had a choice, right? And that's part of the reason why I I created this podcast because it was like, I do have a choice. Mm -hmm. 
I have a right to be here just as much as you will have a right to be here. Like, think about it. Like, if you've been through a- abusive situations, right? Mm-hmm. We, 99% of the population has gone through something traumatic, right. whether they realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Hell, birth is traumatic. Mm-hmm. It's what ha- trauma is what happens externally that shapes something and twists something inside of you internally as simple as that a breakup could be traumatic yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so so forgiveness like forgive what is forgiveness forgiveness is first of all it's for yourself if someone if someone comes to you and says can you forgive me you it's like they want to feel better about themselves for what they did. Right. Instead of apologizing, they know you're a good person. So instead of necessarily apologizing for their actions and showing you that they changed, can you forgive me? I'm going to say the same. So can you just come back to my life? Because I want to use you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, forgiveness is for you. Do it at your own pace. Mm-hmm. Do it at your own pace. Because yeah. if you if you pretend, guess what? You can't hide. In this on this journey, you cannot hide. Right. That shit that's inside of you, like I said, it's time to put on your surgical gloves, put on the mask, put on the equipment, because you're going in. Okay. Yeah. You, you can't <laughs> hide from it. Like, so it's like whether you want to deal with it now or whether you want to avoid it, guess what? On this journey in particular, you cannot run from yourself. Mm-hmm. I talked about that in one of my um, earlier episodes. The whole runner and chaser dynamic. There's no really runner and chaser. You're you're a runner. You're a track star. Like you're just you're just you're you're always running from yourself. You're avoiding yourself. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So think about it at a, at a fundamental level, logically. If you have a twin soul. I know I'm going off the side, but it's for a point. If you have a twin soul and they run away from you, are they not you? Running away from you. Right. So so make it make sense. Mm. That's why I said discernment is key. What actually makes sense to you? What actually registers to you? Mm. And you use that and apply it to your life. Don't, don't use your own sovereignty. Use your own power. Mm. Do not listen to what people tell you about shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's like, don't allow people to manipulate you, to confuse you. That's not God. That's mm. not love. Mm. Listen to your heart. Listen to your soul. Your counterpart loves you so much more than you know. So much more. They mm. would have not, you would have not signed up for this journey if it wasn't for love. Mm. Whether it was in this lifetime or not, you're going to get it. You are meant for that. Mm. The decision is if you believe it or not. So that's what forgiveness is. Believing, knowing that you are okay. That you have applied grace to Mm. that situation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like That's so, funny. like you know, I feel like because like I I want to share this moment and then um, I guess we can move on. But like with my family, with my aunt, like, like okay, I had so much like hatred for my aunt, but at some point it is I just forgave her because I loved her. And more than that hate mm. I forgave her but I couldn't have her in my life mm-hmm. because I forgave her mm. now, hear me when I say that I forgave her so I could not long any longer have I could not excuse me have her in my life any longer so what does that mean because I forgave you I see you Mm. I allowed myself to take off the rose-colored glasses that I saw you through. 
Mm. And I saw you for who you really are. Mm. I accepted it and I moved on. Yeah. Mm. Because I forgave you doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that. I have to forget. No. Exactly. You have to have that person in your life moving forward just because. Exactly. You- mm. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's so much more important to actually realize. Think about it. If you forgave them, they know you forgave them. And they know that you love them. So they will not change because they do not love themselves. Mm. They will manipulate you. They will continue to try to get you on their level. Yeah. So at that point, it no forgiveness is not about the other person. Forgiveness is about you. This whole journey is about you. Yeah. So at the, the whole principle of forgiveness is forgiving yourself for allowing them to hurt you and betray you. Mm. Yeah. If you forgave yourself, would you still be with that person? No. Exactly. Mm. I like that. Um, that kind of ties into what the next one, because you talked about discernment. So how does God talk to you? Not just about love, but in general. And how can listeners learn to hear God? Like, what is your advice to someone who wants to be able to experience this? Like, um, knowing when they're hearing God's voice. Yeah. That um, was a tricky one for a very long time for me Um, because I always went against my intuition, right? In order to survive, we hide from the things that actually serve us because we're trying to force ourselves to belong, but really we belong here, right? Mm -hmm. So don't go against what you know, right? I find lately that, or I'm, I'm finding out now that God is my higher self. Mm-hmm. That's why it, it, now I'm realizing when they say in like Al-Anon meetings or whatever, like your higher power, your higher power is like, oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. Your higher <laughs> self, like, cause like we're all, we're all gods. Mm-hmm. Those of us who are chosen, those of us who have souls are gods, Right. Mm-hmm. and just god with a lowercase g not not be god you know what i'm saying so connect so i can say that connecting with your higher self connecting with your sovereignty is a direct line to source and so what did god give us all of us that were tapped into right that is free that is unlimited that is powerful intuition Mm -hmm. and so that's why the enemy works so hard to get you to go against your first instincts right you hear so often damn i should have trusted my first gut Mm -hmm. my first my first thought why did i do that when you when you take a test right bullshit test like your first your first thought is a but but you're so scared you go with c yeah why it's all calculated. It's, it's, if you're so rooted in fear, you can't think straight. You can learn to trust the thing that is meant to help you. Mm-hmm. You learn to, I'm sorry, you learn not to trust the thing that's meant to help you. Help you. And so I can really say that it, this, this twin flame journey helped me get back to God, um, get back to Christ consciousness. And I did it with, um, I mean, it was just for me, like, <laughs> I have like two fixed signs in my, in my chart. So I'm stubborn as hell. Mm. I'm stubborn as hell. Okay. And I got myself in a lot of shit because I didn't trust God, mm. but because God is so forgiving, so kind, so loving, we we're the one who puts ourselves down. We'll be crying on the way to God, like God, <laughs> oh, like I I I knew this was wrong, and He's just like, Shh, I'm here. Yeah, you don't have to explain. Yeah, 
Guess what? I was there the whole time too. Right. When you were crying, and then you and then you felt that sense of relief after crying. That was me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So God is everywhere. God is everywhere and nowhere. He's He's when you're in a difficult situation, he's that person that comes to drop off the mail and says, oh, you look good today. Oh, you're such a beautiful soul. Mm-hmm. He's that friend that calls you up out of nowhere. Yeah. Are you okay? Did you eat today? Mm. He's that stranger on the street that you felt compelled to give money to, but then they gave you a hug and said, I see you. Mm-hmm. He's that tear on the pillow at night. Mm-hmm. You just, you're all alone and you need to let it out yeah Use that relief you know what i'm saying yeah no I so, yeah like i i hear god um that that's quite i'm gonna be honest like that's quite difficult for me to answer because um i know i have some more work to do with that mm-hmm. but now what has helped me is the intention mm. You know what I'm saying? Now that I've had enough, um, the bull has gotten tired. Mm-hmm. Um, now that I'm stopping to rest and, and actually have the desire to hear God and get out of my own way, now I'm seeing him more. Mm-hmm. So that could look like the first thought that you have, the gut instinct that you have. Mm-hmm. now it's a matter of not betraying that mm-hmm. because what happens when you hear god because you love god right in any relationship when we love something we tend to hurt the ones that we love we we tend to hurt the ones that we love the most mm-hmm. you know we take advantage in a way yeah so i would say once you stop taking advantage of the the what's really going on that's how you hear god Mm. it's the sincerity the intention when you pray Mm. and when you rest right and being open to you know what god has to say too yeah something that is sometimes is a blocker too like you just want to hear what you want to hear versus like right but that that's but see that's what that's where unconditional love comes in Mm -hmm. right God's not going to force himself on you. Yeah. He loves you enough to say, okay, go do what you got to do. I'll be here. Mm-hmm. You haven't had enough. Okay. I don't want you to do it, but I can't tell you what to do. It's free will. Yeah. I, I could give you, I could give you angel signs. I could give you songs. I could give you messages here and there, but it's up to you. Yes. You have to be open to it. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you don't even know what to look for? that's the problem yeah that's the block Mm. and so sometimes you know the the I would say to start off with why do you betray yourself because if whatever happens internally is always going to be a reflection of what's happening externally Mm. that's it that's how how, that's how the universe works that's how karma works you attract what you feel Mm. so if you feel like you know you're a piece of shit if you feel like you're unworthy if you feel like you're an inadequate you're going to attract situations that prove that Mm. it's until you believe that god is real until you believe that you are open and willing to hear what god is giving to you and stop denying yourself and stop betraying yourself only then can you receive Mm. only then can god do the work Oof. Definitely dropping some gems. <laughs> um, but thank you for that though. Um, and I'm sure listeners will definitely appreciate that. Um, all right, so the one one last thing is can you share a closing message on why love is important and how listeners can walk in faith to attain the love that they desire? Um, a closing message and how listeners can walk in faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll answer the I'll, I'll answer the the faith question first. Um, walking in faith is being comfortable in the unknown. 
the healed feminine energy is uncomfortable with uh, is comfortable with the uncomfortable mm. the healed masculine energy is comfortable being a leader being the one who goes against the grain to serve and protect mm. so conscious in the in between that right mm-hmm. christ consciousness god consciousness in between the the merging of those two um energies is love mm. right yeah love is free love is kind love is patient so no so essentially it's just doing everything with pureness right um so that's what that's what faith walking in faith is about mm-hmm. it's it's like okay i'm i'm it's it's like always like self evaluation right mm-hmm. what doesn't belong what does belong mm-hmm. what works for me what doesn't work for me what feels right what doesn't feel right right and and using that as your guide as your compass mm-hmm. And and I, I almost feel like a hypocrite because right now, like I'm in a part-time job that I'm afraid to leave. Mm. That's not faith. Yeah. You can't you can't say that you love God and you're in faith, but then you act opposite of that by being in fear. Yeah. So, <laughs> so but I can tell you this that the contract is up the gig is up you know what i'm saying yeah. that's the gag like it's like <laughs> so i so i'm already i i i planned it i'm no longer in fear but my ma- my masculine energy the unhealed side of me that i still have to work on wants to know the answers mm. i'm comfortable being in the unknown mm. but that's where the healed side of me is like but you you're supposed to be like that Mm. you know so so (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so to answer your question overall um so the closing message something came to me a shower thought came to me and I would like to share it Mm -hmm. um living in your power sometimes gets frightening Mm. especially when you were beaten to submission Mm. literally or figuratively you were beat into submission mm. you were oppressed mm. and then you have to love your oppressor mm. um so this image came in my head of a dark tunnel mm. and at the end of that dark tunnel was a light And so the message that came through from source was no matter what, no matter how dark life may seem and no no matter how powerful that darkness may feel, overwhelming that, that darkness may feel, guess what is bright enough, powerful enough to shine enough light at the end of that dark tunnel for you to see light, right? So so even if the light is at a distance, it's still present. Mm. And only you can do the work, not your mother, not your uncle, not your sister, no one. Mm. They have their own portion to do. Yeah. So acknowledge that if you, if you are the light and you may feel like you're surrounded by darkness, the enemy may try to get you to dim your light, but it doesn't matter how much he tries 
the flame is still lit. Mm. So even if it may feel small to you, if it really is small, if it's not powerful, why would anyone or anything try to get you to realize or think to believe that it's dim, that it's not functioning? Yeah. If they can see it and they see that it's strong enough to attack it and not want you to be it, they are afraid. Right. They know how powerful even the smallest flame is. Mm. They know even a spark can be used to light a whole nation. Yeah. So what may feel diminished to you is your sovereignty. Mm. So keep on going. Keep on shining your light. You're going to be so powerful that that light from a distance, when you finally get through that tunnel, you're going to see that as you get closer and closer to the light, closer and closer to your sovereignty, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm. to overflows. Mm. So now it's filling up the whole tunnel that you perceived as darkness mm. and now you have so much that not only is your cup full but you have enough to give to others mm. and that what that's what divinity is all about the love of self mm. not being selfish being self-full right because like selfish is like eh like I'm 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 not I'm mediocre with it. Mm -hmm. But if you're full, your cup runs over. Right. Oof. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you definitely you brought some really great knowledge to this interview. I definitely appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners will definitely appreciate it too. So thank you for you know taking the time to to do this with me today. Um do you want to share any upcoming projects or I know you mentioned a book, um, but did you want to share any upcoming projects or social media? Um, yeah, I would love to share with you guys. Um, and like, honestly, right now I am just living my life and to like on the same journey as everybody else um, that's listening to this podcast. So you know, like, that's why I pride myself in being as authentic as possible, because I don't want anyone to idolize me or um, think something that is not buy into the illusion. No, like, you know, what I'm saying is this, I believe in creating your own reality. And that starts with being real. So um, yeah, I don't like, I mean, I have projects, mm -hmm. but it's about like getting myself together so that I can be able to provide for other people so the projects that um I'm working on right now is like yes I am working on um a few books mm -hmm. um but in order for me to get those books published I need to pay for it so it's like you know what I'm saying it's yeah it's just, process. <laughs> the project yeah the projects that I'm working on are up and coming definitely um by next year I have um a manifestation book out um, well, I will have a manifestation book out mm -hmm. and then I also will have a poetry book out. And they, these are just books that um, has helped me um, connect more with myself and, and have an outlet, outlet to just express myself. Um, so uh, you can look out for that. I will definitely post it on my social media and on my podcast. Um, my podcast is Ignite the Flame. Mm -hmm. And um my social media is blissful empowerment co and blissful empowerment on tiktok um i am off of instagram for my uh personal page for now um because the glow up is about to be so real like <laughs> 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 no I, i'll probably be back on my instagram sometime next year when i'm 30 and thriving so yeah, yeah that's just all i have for now Okay, thank you. Um, and I will definitely 
when I post the episode, I'll tag um, your page as well so people can be able to connect and follow you. Um, yeah. yeah, thank like I said, thank you again for taking the time to do this. I had a great time. Um, I feel like you dropped a lot of gems um, that a lot of people will resonate with and, you know, take it and definitely follow her podcast, um, Ignite the Flame. Um, and yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for, for being on Black Hippie Lounge. <laughs> thank you it was such an honor to be here thank you so much Chanel and yeah just go ahead and um tag me like um I don't know the technical word for a girl collaborate with me on yeah Instagram. something like that. I'll figure it yeah. out yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you so much for having me on your podcast of course have a great rest of your day you too bye, bye. meditate manifest invest in you join me on my spiritual journey as i elevate myself and like-minded listeners to a higher level mentally physically and spiritually thank you for listening this is black hippie lounge and i am your host chanel